Hey everybody, this is Shelly with Reads and Weeds. We're going to do a little shorty episode today because an old friend of mine wrote a book that is so cute and it's coming out December 6th and we want everybody to know about it. So he connected with me and I can't wait to tell you about this. So hi, Dave Shoup. Hi there. How are you? Hi. I'm good. I'm so um, excited about this call. This will be my first. This yeah. is your promo. You're yeah. going out. You're pitching. I love you're it. Your press tour. That's this right. That's, what, that's the word I was trying to figure out. It's like, yeah, it's like a press tour. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> We're going on a press tour. Woo. Yeah. So, um, Tell everybody how we know each other. Well, technically we go way back. Way back. If we follow the Southwestern book selling business and we sold bookstore to door. Um, What years did you sell bookstore to door? I sold, I sold summer of 90, well, 91 through about 98. So about eight, eight summers I worked at. at, Oh my God. I did 93 to 2001. So we crossed over for sure. Yes. Oh my gosh. I was gosh. in the office though through 2001 also. Oh my gosh. I okay. With, I worked with a couple of, you know, Nate Vogel and, and Ty Thompson in the office. Yes. As a, as a team support person. Yes. So if you, if you've listened to the show for a long time, you've heard me, one of my old roommates called book selling my default storytelling setting. <laughs> Because I'd be like, that reminds me of the books. So he's like, I know. I have <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But when you meet someone else who's like, you did eight summers, I did nine summers. So it's you're connected and you get things in a way. And but now you are in Seattle, right? Yep. Just north, yep. of, north of Seattle in yep. Edmonds, for those who know Seattle area. Yes. And we also work together as sales and business coaches with Southwestern Consulting. So we got to hang out doing that for about a year crossover, maybe. That's right. And then you moved on, I moved on, and then you popped up with this adorable kids book about a puppy named Wembley. (laughs) And it's so crazy cute. It's so crazy cute. So tell me, how long that was brewing and what it was based on and was it a goal or how did it come about? So depending on how long you want this story to be, it really Do started it. when I went to a seminar years ago, or actually about a book by Jack Canfield, The Success Principles. And in that book, he talks about you know, deciding what you want and then how to do that. And I created this vision book based on, you know, people have heard of vision boards. Well, I tend to take something and overachieve. So I create a vision book that I carry with me all over the place. It's all the things I want to accomplish in my life. Oh, it's beautiful. People think I want to do and somewhere in there, there's be a best-selling author. And I should have had it prepared for that. But the, in here somewhere is a be, be a best-selling author. So every time I accomplish it, I swap it with a picture of me doing it and stamp success. So it's, it's kind of my way of keeping track of making sure I'm staying true to the things I, I, that I love and want to accomplish. So it started there. Originally, I was going to write, I was, I wrote um, half of a, a book on turning setbacks to success. And then I also am in the process of writing a book about giving presentations and, you know, the, the, how to deliver presentations. But this book specifically came about because of my little buddy, Elvis, the pug. I'll show you the picture of him for those who, if you can see. Yeah, him. you should send me, you should send me pictures and I'll post them when we release. 
Oh yeah, okay. I'll make sure you yeah. get some. Yeah, send me pictures of the original Elvis. The inspiration for Wembley. Um, yes. And everywhere I went, everyone knew Elvis. People didn't know necessarily me, but they knew Elvis because he was such a character. And I started sending holiday memes, like a Thanksgiving, like Thanksgiving. I'll post a meme about Wembley the pug, which is really Elvis, but Wembley you know, happy Thanksgiving. And I put all these funny things about, because three loves that, well, you know, Elvis had was food, sleep, and like cuddles, right? So, and you sure. Had in that, that particular order, but. I get it, Wembley. I so get I would, it. Yeah. So I would send posts to everybody and they loved it so much. They're like, you should write a book. And I, that's when it started thinking this was about, I want to say eight years ago that I had the idea and I started writing some some kind of stories, one about him going to sleep and um, another about learning uh, learning his numbers. And I kind of put that on the side burner, knowing I should do that. I should kind of really do it. But I don't know. There's so much that goes into writing a book. That the oh, yes. Part, the writing part I found is now is the easiest part. Like the easiest writing, part. Right? There's so many pieces. And that's what's always held me back is all the other pieces that would need to go in. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to go. I didn't know who to go to. And so I went to a seminar or I went to several seminars and listened. And it never really inspired me until what until Elvis passed. When he passed away, it was mm. one of the hardest things. If anybody's lost a dog or, or pet. It's the worst thing ever. So, so tell me how long you had Elvis in your life. 18 years. He was an 18. 18 he died at 18. He was deaf and blind when he passed away. Uh, and it was you know, next to my mother passing, it was one of the most difficult things that I ever had to do is to kind of say, it's time, buddy. He needed it. And so yeah, and I was disappointed with myself because, you know, I should have had that book written a long time ago and you can't, you can live in the shoulds all the time. Sure. Um, and so then that was the, that was kind of the catalyst. It's like, I'm doing it. I'm going to write this book about by my little loving buddy, my yes. friend Elvis. And I actively started really searching trainings and seminars. And I found this one group, uh, Miriam Laundry Publishing, that gave me basically the avenue and the teaching and all the resources to help do it. And then I basically signed them as a consulting team to kind of support me in the journey. It, nobody ever accomplishes anything alone. It's always with a team. And because I plan on doing multiple of these books, I really wanted to learn how to do it right. And, yes. And so, so that's the long answer of how it is and how I got to be today, a year and a half later when Elvis passed and kind of that decision happened to now. In Oh, he just passed a year and a half ago. Yeah. Oh, buddy. Yeah, that was tough. It's still tough. I mean, I still It's tough. so tough. It's so <laughs> tough. I can't even... I'm sad. <laughs> I never met him for about six months in 2018, early 2019. I worked in the publishing industry. I worked at the company that worked with the publishers to get all the advanced reader copies online so that they could get, it was a service that we did. And we also worked directly with the bookstores with like inventory management and stuff like that. But you're exactly right. Small publishers, especially the book can be amazing. But unless you can jump through all the hoops and get it in the store at the right time in the right yeah. area and all of that is so hard. It's a challenge. They talked about the two different different kinds of publishing, right? There's self-publishing, which is where you do it on your own, essentially. And you yeah. go through Amazon book publishing, which is probably what I'll do, or you figure out another kind of publisher yeah. how to print the books. And then there's the traditional route, which could be months, years, 
And then the yes. one I want to do is let's say it's called a hybrid hybrid a team that's basically helping me, but I've got all the rights and I'm publishing the book um, with their help. They're, they're technically the publisher, but it's a hybrid publishing where it happened right away. Right. And so yeah. I'm maybe not explaining it in the most perfect way, but I, I chose the kind of middle route to kind of, Oh yeah, it makes sense. So I could learn the process. Yes. Yes. So fun. tell me this first book is about, Wembley, based yeah. on Elvis, the pug, yes. uh, his first day of school, and he is scared. That's right. Yes. He don't so, want to go. That's right. The story is, I, I say the story is really about two things. Or, and I okay. think I think what I want the Adventures of Wembley, the pug series to really be is yeah. about, about courage. Yeah. About having the courage to try new things, having the courage to step out of your comfort zone, do things that might be hard, do those things you really love that really stress, that might be causing stress. And additionally, it's about family or it's about that support system that there's people who are there to support you. And in this particular story, it's his family. His family is there to help him prepare for that first day of school and make it, make it a fun experience and enjoyable. And it's been a blast to kind of create that story over the last year and a half I work with my illustrator and my team it's been so cool oh yes I wanted to ask you so first of all since Wembley was all about eating and sleeping and cuddling and all that did you did you try on the idea of the first book being about those things and then switch to school or did you start with school right that's actually originally when I kind of went through the initial part I was going with the Adventures of Wembley the Pug, Wembley Goes to Sleep. Because oh, okay. literally, I have pictures and pictures of Elvis sleeping in the most odd places. And it's one of the most endearing things about him. He could sleep anywhere. Yeah. Um, and he loved to sleep on my head and the bed. He'd curl around like a little croissant around my head. Yeah. Uh, and, and so I did start with that. And then for some reason, it, it didn't seem to be enough tension to really create the story. It was more just a fun thing about, and I wasn't able to kind of figure out, you know, how do I create, where's the tension? Where's the problem? Where's the challenge? Yes. Kind of this fun rhyming story about my sleeping pug. And yeah. I'll, I'll put that to the side and I thought, well, what is it? And at, at that time that I was started actively, like really writing, it was right when school was starting. And so that idea came at that moment. I was like, well, why didn't I write about the first day of school? Why didn't I write about the challenges that all kids have is the first day of their school. And it could be the first day of kindergarten or first grade or the first day of actual, the first time they're going to be in school. But, you know, there's always those first, those first years are always kind of can be stressful or, or, or challenging or, or exciting in all ways. And so I thought, okay, now we got a problem. There's a challenge here because Wembley has, is really nervous about it. And he's yes. not like his big brother, right? His big brother is brave and, and he goes and he, he's not like him. How could he do it? And so that's where the idea, that's kind of where the story started. Yes, yes. And then I went and I just went and went to a cabin for a week. My fiance let me do it. She just let me go. And I went to for a week and I, I wrote and wrote and wrote and I wrote just, just tons of rhymes and then I pared it down. Yes, yes. So I want to ask, um, if like how you found this illustrator because the 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 style I wonder how many illustrators you because I've worked with a bunch of different illustrators and designers for certain things I've done and this style is like a classic 
there's something very classic feeling about it. Like it made me feel at home. I'm 51 at this recording. And when I looked at this, I was so like, oh, I love these little pictures. I love the characters and I love the little Wembley face. And I think that's important because like you loved Elvis and his face was endearing. So it's, you have to find exactly the right match to make all the little animals loving and everything. So I wonder how did you go through a bunch of, how did you narrow in on that type of illustration? That was the most important thing this story have is my illustrator, the one that I worked with, had to nail Elvis slash women. Yes. At the time it was Elvis, actually. At the time it was Elvis. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I can tell you later, you know, how I changed the name or why I had to change the name. But um, so I would it was probably a month and a half of really trying to locate an illustrator. And I looked. The, the agency I went with was called Advocate Arts. And there's a handful. There's a lemon off the top of my head, lemon something. And there's a handful of kind of illustrator pubs where all the illustrators kind of. Did you go on Upwork actually, at all? I don't recall. I don't recall Upwork. There was five. I, found, I found some good, amazing collaborators on Upwork, like on the other side of the world. If you ever. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. My, my uh, illustrators in, in Argentina. Oh, wow. I, uh, I, it was exhaustive. I had a list of probably 50 after looking through all these different agencies that had kind of a collection of illustrators. And I was like, which ones represent joy? Which ones represent like the color is great, which like, do they do animals well? And so I was like, I, I narrowed it down from hundreds to probably about 40 something or 50. And then I reached out to the agencies and said, I'd like to maybe interview, you know, here's my scheduling time of when I need the illustrations done. Here's my favorites of your bunch. And then I reached out individually to a bunch of ones outside. And so I had probably about 40 kind of requests out for different. Oh my gosh. And then you got to work well with them. You have to communicate well with them. That's the other thing. It's not just the style. It's right. Do they get it? Do they get the story? Yeah, that's right. And so Antonella Fant, who I just adore and we're probably, hopefully we get to work together again is uh, it came to her partly in the combination of availability because it was a time crunch that I had to get this done. Yes. Um, Feel for her personality and her energy and her kind of childlike kind of style of illustration. Yes. And, um, And then obviously I loved her. So I loved her, the illustration and her availability. And so it all kind of worked Yes. And the price point was right. I was able yes, to, yes. there was, this, you know, obviously you can get them for thousands and, you know, 10, I mean, I've heard of some six, seven, eight, nine, 10,000, depending on the illustrator you get and their availability. And, and I, I had, a, I found a fair, a fair price and she was great. And Yay. Great. So much. She's wonderful. Yes. Yes. So, um, just, I just thought of this, but you know, it's funny is about like, about courage you know (laughs) and one thing that could be fun I don't know if you've started writing anything about eating yet but it can be scary to try new foods and some things make dogs sick you know and I like that I didn't think about that that's right and and you would love to eat but what if you eat all the same things and you never expand your palate and you could teach people about like dogs what dogs can't eat, he can get sick. <laughs> you yeah, know, it could right. be a whole, well, I mean, yeah. I, I, you know, that's good. I could work on that one because, you know, I, think I love that idea. 
And, um, and the sleep one, I was even thinking about the sleep one because people are scared to rest too. <laughs> he could be like the sleeping superhero. That's right. And, and you know, and, and, and I have two boys and it's typically a battle to get them to kind of go to sleep. And yes. some of them need a light on and some of them need a certain music on. Some of them need their fan on. They need things that kind of, they need to know that we're right there. The door needs to be open up a certain way. So yes, yes. Comfortable so that they can feel safe and secure. And so maybe, maybe there's an avenue there where I can add that. And he tried different spots to fall asleep, but the best place to sleep was on dad's head. You know, on dad's right? head. Or like his best <laughs> was anywhere that you're not supposed to sleep, basically. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Like, so I, on top I, of the computer. I like that. Well, because yeah, okay. I do want I do think this idea of having courage is really important. It's one of my core values is to be courageous. I mean, yeah. just taking that step to reach out and find someone who can help me to actually do this book on my own, I'm not successful. But when I reach out to a support group and I yes. leverage that accountability, I'm much more right. It took the courage to do that, right? Same thing. You know, I want to lose a little bit of weight. I've got a friend who I'm reaching out to. Who's going to help me? Hopefully, have the courage to. And by the way, Taylor, I'm reaching out to you. Uh, if you want, <laughs> Taylor, <laughs> now, please. To everybody, now I've got that accountability. Doggone Taylor, it. please help Dave. We've put it out there. It's it's now out there in the world. So Wembley has friends, and Wembley plays with soccer balls and rides a bike. And I cannot express like I'm not allowed to release it all yet, but I will release when we release. It will be maybe a day or two before the six so that we'll have all the details of how to go on and order. And tell me why the six and what people have to do to make the launch really great. Uh, okay, so the six, I think from a timing from my publishing team was the six or a little bit later in December, I wanted to do it sooner so that, you know, obviously with the holidays coming, it's an opportunity for Christmas presents. So the timing, I think, fit Yeah. Uh, for me. And the six, it's, only available because I have, you know, I have this dream to be a best-selling author. Yeah. And I want this book to be in the hands of as many children as possible. And so how Amazon works from what I understand, um, you know, I want to have one kind of big day where there's this big push. So there's an opportunity to kind of hit that number one bestseller status. So yeah. it won't be available until the day of the six not because I'm trying to prevent people from buying the book. Cause there's a lot of people who reached out about um, pre-ordering pre-ordering, and yeah, I'd love that, but let's see if let's just do this day. Yeah. Um, and they understand, they understand that's a kind of a cool goal and it's going to be really hard. It's hard to do that. And so I, well, I'm going to give you some encouragement. So yeah. I had a friend, a comedian friend who was recording, he recorded a special and he did a similar thing where he went on everybody, he released it on a certain day to Spotify and Amazon Music and all that kind of stuff and um, got in, got the number one spot, number one comedy album. It, it we can all just, yeah. yeah, like above, above a lot of people because we all did it. We all did exactly. We shared, we liked, we spread the word, we subscribed, we did all the things that he said and promoted him and put him on our podcast and everything. And then when you're doing, you're doing what you're doing, you're helping me to make this a reality, right? And you're helping me to make move closer to it. So I'm one, I'm thank you, thankful for you even reaching out about me coming on, on this. Oh yeah. It's all I want to do. Well, I love books and dogs. So it was just really 
that. Yeah. And we've done a few children's books on here. And, you know, I've had a friend on and she read children's books live because she does that in little coffee shops where she lives. She has a little children's reading day and stuff like that. Oh my God, I should send her one. She'll freaking love it. Absolutely. Yes. So she read a a few books on here and we've done. Yeah. So I I want more. Plus, if you're a dog lover and a dog is a part of your family, it's such a that's what you want. And it's the sweetest thing. And how old are your kids? Uh, Eight and ten. Okay, eight and ten. Okay, And so they had some time with Elvis as well. They did. Okay. So tell me about your family's reaction to this whole process, because uh, here's something to know, listeners, is Dave just isn't sitting around writing books about dogs all the time. He's also working for a big tech company, and he's pretty busy with that, too. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like you're just I've got a bunch of time on my hands. I guess I'll just. (laughs) No, not not the case. I mean, oftentimes when they're all in bed is when I'm doing my work when yeah. they're in bed and uh, I'm hanging out a little later to work on some marketing ideas or work with my mm-hmm. illustrator or read, you know, read through my notes. And uh, it's been a blast. I get it. Yes. Yes. Great. And so they've been, they, my family has been amazing, right? Yeah. Um, they've been wonderful. In fact, they're, they're weaved into the story, right? My boy Killian loves soccer. So there's a soccer ball, in it, right? Yes. Um, there's colors, specific colors in the wardrobe that Wembley has that are all represent different people in the family and different colors that they like. My boy William loves orange. So, right, he's got, there's orange, I think orange shoes. And then Natalie's favorite color is, my fiance's color is yellow and Killian loves red. So there's a red backpack and I love blue. So there's a blue hat and a blue bow tie. And, and, um, and you know, you can certainly, anything that you want to post that's images, you're welcome to, I, you're welcome to post that stuff. I know that you've got a game plan on how. Now, know. is it going to be a a landscape hardback like this? Is it paperback? Is it clothy? What is it like? It'll be it'll be paperback because okay. um, it'll be glossy, glossy, you know, color on the page, um, and um, in paperback through Amazon. They don't do hardback, and I think you know after maybe my third book, if I can get the third one in which I plan on a third version, I might create a series and a, you know, some hard covers, but that's a little down the road, thinking ahead. Uh, <laughs> but the my family has been fantastic. Natalie has provided so much feedback. You know, she helped me with just random things that I wouldn't see. She, she has this kind of eye for something that's off or doesn't make sense. And so she would give me a lot of feedback and I appreciate it. She'd be a little, she's a little upset that I didn't work with the name that she picked because so picked- so originally it was Elvis and you decided not to make it Elvis right. because Elvis I feel like there's a couple of other popular Elvises around <laughs> that's right that's right yeah. well Elvis the pug is actually a trademark name I couldn't use it oh yeah and what this, I originally had the story is the adventures of Elvis the pug oh you know uh and and there's two books out there with Adventures of Elvis the Puck. So I couldn't even use that. And, oh my gosh. And because it's, so I had to try to figure out what's a name, a pug name that is not well known, maybe doesn't have a lot of search engine. So it might be easier to find directly to me. Yeah. And we went through a ton of names, 16 different names. And, and we went through a bunch. And 
we narrowed it down after about a month and a half to like Wembley, Elmer, and there was one other, one other name for the life of me, a PD, I think was the, the third kind of, and then I basically, I polled about 60, 70 people. And uh, Wembley is Wembley. very endearing for some reason. Well, it's a combination of my, our two dogs, Wem, Winnie, we have two dogs, Winnie, and we have a dog, Ember. So we, I combined it when I was thinking of it, I went Wembley. And then Natalie had a good idea and she went with LB, which is a combination of all three names, Elvis, this, this, and this. Aww. I do feel bad. I, I, I'm, I didn't, I didn't pursue that one. And I think Wembley is perfect because I was just so curious about Elvis. I'm like, wow, there's a, there's a rash of Elvis, the pugs out there. How interesting. <laughs> That's yeah, a whole other a thing. Trademark name too. So I couldn't, I couldn't like, you know what, I'm going to see which Elvis, the pug is going to have more staying power and so yeah. Wembley is Wembley's great and I love Wembley and Wembley's it's open, so you know? cute Wembley. so it's it's such an endearing little name yeah. and illustrator who I'm going to give a shout out to Antonella Fant that's correct yes and the I think if you are a Disney fan or a early like the books the facial expressions on the animals i cannot <laughs> i cannot even it's so endearing it's Here's so Wembley, cute just in case people are wondering at least do they have a picture wembley hi yeah i'll post a picture of wembley he'll be on the instagram he'll be on the oh my gosh oh, so cute <laughs> so cute and then there's a real picture of Elvis, the inspiration there at the back of the book that you sent me. Oh my gosh. And spoiler alert, Wembley goes to school. Okay. He makes it. He makes it to his first day of school. He does. He his does. family's very proud. It's very good. And and on the way to getting there, he he has to go through some things. You know, he has to find ways to keep himself calm and have fun. And be open-minded about everything. That's right. But he does it. He does it. Pitches a fit a couple times, but that's right. Yeah. Got when support got, around him. So and, you know, we'll see what his family does, right? He's got a mom, he's got his dad, he's got uh his brother Ted and his sister Rue, which is a cross, which we call I call my uh, my dog Ember, Ember Rue and Winnie yeah. Rue. So I added Rue as as a name in homage to our dogs. Oh, I love it. Um, I love it. Yeah. And I don't call, our whole family calls them Rue. So it's, yeah. It's yeah. Well, I think this is a book for kids. This is a book for dog lovers. So I've done about 90 episodes of this. Some of them have been lost, like they either, the part of the recording didn't work or whatever. But a lot of times when people suggest books to me because of the arenas that I've been in, I've been in business coaching i've been in cannabis activism i've been in psychedelic activism so people want to give me super serious books to talk about mm -hmm. and it's great but sometimes i really need a wembley in my <laughs> life that's so, that's and pretty, so that's the timing great. was pretty much, perfect. <laughs> pretty much perfect oh that's great yeah that's yes great. yes have you started thinking about what wembley the pug is doing next What's his What's his next adventure after people want more of him out there? I, I I'm open to suggestions. I've gotten a whole bunch of suggestions. Uh, we recently went to as a family to uh, uh, Wyoming. We went to Yellowstone National Park, and so we thought maybe Wembley goes to Yellowstone. 
Um, the boys brought that idea up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I might revisit the Wembley goes to sleep. Thing, yeah. Bedtime, you know, that one. So I haven't, I think when the new year starts is when I'm going to start actively kind of really starting to write, right. And I'll write part yes. of the story and I might go oh, and I'll start another one and then see which one really lands. And yeah. it's hard because I write in a rhyming pattern and I, yeah. Yeah. I kind of follow my background is in acting. So I spent years in graduate school and, and you know, learning Shakespeare. So I kind of follow that. I am big pentameter. Pentameter, right? Yes. I got it. I got it. That's right. To keep it concise, right? To keep it. Were you a theater major too? I was a theater major. I got my undergraduate in acting and I got my master's in acting from North Carolina. Oh my gosh. What? Um, Oh, you were in North Carolina? Yeah, I went to graduate school in North Carolina. I was in South Carolina. Oh, yay. Well, Carolina people. (laughs) Theater geeks. become best friends. Woo, theater geeks. That's right. Yeah. And so it, it's oftentimes if you don't do it well, rhyming can really hurt a story. And so yes. I feel like, and I've gotten enough feedback that the rhyming pattern really fits, but it yeah. took a long time to do. It took several months to finally get to the final version um, after that kind of initial week of creating the first go at the rhyming pattern. And it wasn't just me. I had so many friends I sent it to that I trusted, right? A handful of friends and colleagues and that looked at the story rhyme and know me and they know Elvis and they know that, you know, and they really helped me get some really good ideas. So this is, you know, my name's on it, but there's so many people who had a little piece of the rhyme and the story and how it fits. So I'm really grateful for, this is why you just, you know, don't do alone. You got people who can help you. There's so many people out there willing to support you. So if any of you guys are out there on, when I post this, if any of you guys are out there on sites where everybody posts pictures of their pugs or pictures of their dogs, you should share this with them because it's a, it's a, it's a little, um, love it's, it's a loving act, right? It's you remembering this buddy you had for so long and everybody knows what that's like. And so that is so sweet. Yeah, this is my love letter to my my late buddy Elvis. My way to celebrate him. Yes, yes. Well, one more thing I'm curious about before I let you go is, was there any other part of the process that was really surprising to you? Because a lot of people are like, I'm going to write a book right now. And they don't realize how long and the editing and the typeface and the illustration and the cover and the publishing route but was there any other part of the process that you were just completely blindsided by and are glad that you know it now like you don't have to learn it again yeah I mean I well two comes to mind right now the first is the idea of the editing process and it's amazing and and the proofreading right so I'm so glad we did both. At the beginning, we edited the book, right? And, and I had a professional, like someone who knows editing and she's also focuses on children's books. So I had someone uh, fortunately be able to help me make sure I was not missing something and helping the story and editing, you know, making sure that's good. And then right before it's going to be long, you know, approved, final approval, we did a, a final proofreading session. In other words, another editing moment. And it's amazing because I missed, I missed commas. I missed a couple things and I missed, one word on the back cover that if I had missed, I was like, what? I would have been so upset with myself. Oh, I know. Oh my gosh. Thank God I for editors. I didn't know. I didn't understand the value of that until I continually found editing mistakes in my writing. <laughs> it's so important. If you, can I just tell you that 
I have applied for jobs and upon looking at someone's website and finding a misspelling, I just like, I I can't work here. <laughs> I can't. Someone should have caught that. Someone yeah. should have caught that punctuation thing. Someone should, I'm, I'm kind of, don't mess with that. If someone's <laughs> trying to impress me on LinkedIn and they write a blog post or something and it's got weird punctuation or misused words, I'm like, no, <laughs> your message just got lost. But even in a kid's book, it's got to be right. It has to be right. Or, or there's no standard. You right. know? Yeah. The other challenge was because it's a kid's book, there's only a certain amount of pages. Mm -hmm. And so how do I put all of that? So one of the challenges was first, I cannot be like, I always coach people on presentations it's like, don't be, be brutal with your content. Don't be married to any one thing. And it's hard when you're investing it to yes. then let something go. And so I had to trust my, you know, I had to trust my fiance. I had to trust my editor. I had to trust my team and say, this doesn't further the story or that doesn't. And I'm like, oh, but I, you know, I fight hard for it. And then, you know, once I finally let it go, that was the battle, right? How do I let something? Cause I had so much and I had to put it into 30, 28 pages. Cause it's a 32 page book but I only had 28 pages of actual, I think 28 or 29 pages. I was yeah. 29 pages of actual story. I mean, that was hard. Which one becomes a full screen? Do I do a split screen? Can I, you know, and then it's also yes. pattern I had to fit in there too. So uh, that was hard. That was a hard part. It took me several weeks to really get the page yeah. the way I thought would look good. And it's so great to see. I, I, I like the idea of, um, figuring out, you know, because the story is little just rhyming patterns. It's not a lot of words, but what tells the story in words and what tells the story in pictures and how those don't have to be exactly the same. They can be, you know, it's, it's really cute. I can't wait for everybody to see it. And um, so tell us again, the main way to order it. Uh, it, will, it will be available on Amazon publishing. So you can go to Amazon, I think, and, and, and just type in Wembley the Pug on December the 6th. So it's W-E-M, is in Mary, B-L-E-Y, the no, Pug. No, we, Wembley no. without an E. Not Wembley okay. like the stadium, but Wembley without an E at that end. So okay, W-E-M-B-L-Y, the Pug. The Pug. Okay. Dot yeah. Dot com. And um, the day of yeah. the sixth, there will be there will be a link on the website on the sixth. So you could go to the website. There'll be a link to the Amazon, or you could go straight to. Everything is live December sixth. That's correct. And if you could do us a favor, and if you're thinking about getting this book, just make a note in your calendar to get it on December sixth. There's a little kid in your in your life, or there's a nephew or a niece that you need to bring something for, or there's a school that you like to donate things to, or there's a library that you like to donate things to, or there's a doctor's office that you like to donate things to, go on either wimbleythepug.com and use that link on December 6th, or go on amazon.com, you've probably heard of that one, and That's look fine. up Wimbley the Pug. And and do it on December sixth, uh, just because it'll it'll help get Wembley out there in the world in a grand fashion, right? Like right. he deserves, <laughs> and uh, and it's very cheerful, precious thing. So um, I'm very proud of you. What a process! Thank you for this. Thank you for the opportunity to kind of share, you know, my journey 
with yeah. it and how fun it was. And it was a really great first, what do you call it? What did you say? The marketing? Press junket. Press junket. junket. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Gotta hit the streets. Get out there. Get out I there. I will be busy. So if you ever follow me on Instagram with David E. Shoop. So Shoop, everybody is S-H-O-U-P. And I'll put that in the notes as well. Okay. So I'll make sure I've got your info right and everything. Awesome. Yeah. And, uh, Let me know if I can help you all. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much, Dave, for being on. And thank you all for listening to Reads and Weeds. And uh, it's the week before Thanksgiving that we're recording this, but I'm going to release, release it just a, a few days before December 6th. So you guys oh can God. get ready to buy it. Happy holidays. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you.